Welcome back. This is a crystal clear mind. Hello my beauties, how are you doing? Wherever you are in the world, I hope that you're keeping well and taking good care of yourself. I was incredibly blessed last week to have uh, another expert guest speaker come onto the podcast. Her name is Nicole Child from NC Hypnotherapy. We had a a lovely chat between us and we probably could have chatted for an awful lot longer. Uh, But it was absolutely full of technical glitches and snoring dogs and tweeting birds. And the podcast completely shuts down on us after only a few minutes of starting. But I wouldn't change it for the world and I would never want to lose the authenticity of the conversation that we were having. So I've left it all in there, giggles and everything. And I really hope that you enjoy the episode and um, are as interested in her insight as I was. So let's have a listen to what Nicole had to say. Good morning. Morning. How are you? Oh, hello. Can you hear me? I can. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, perfect. That's better. Sorry. So how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. It's such a beautiful day today. It's so nice. It really is. It's so lovely out there. I don't know if it's picking it up on my recording, but the birds are absolutely chirping outside my window. <laughs> oh, I wish I could hear that. I can just hear two dogs snoring at the moment. <laughs> oh, but... <laughs> bless that sweet. Is that from their walk? Yeah, they're absolutely knackered now. So if you do hear any snoring in the background, it's it's not me falling asleep. It's two dogs. <laughs> that is really good to know. <laughs> Oh, bless. I just saw your Instagram story as well. What a lovely idea for the morning to get grounded. Oh, it's it, well, one of the things is that I have to I have to walk my dogs anyway, because um, my dog Lola just she's just not happy if she doesn't go out first thing in the morning. And um, <laughs> the other thing is, it's just so nice to be outside. Um, yeah, especially at this time of the year as well, when everything's in bloom. It's so green. And yeah, it just makes you feel really good in the morning, which is just a nice start. It is. It is really pretty at the moment. Everything is just is so lovely. The flowers all coming out. It's just it's really nice. It is lovely. And we're, we're really blessed today that the weather's been actually pretty decent. I know. It's yeah, it's been it's it's lovely. So hopefully it will carry on. Fingers crossed. We can only hope. British <laughs> well, weather is not kind. So we'll see. <laughs> well, you have to be prepared, don't you? <laughs> prepared for everything. Yeah. <laughs> Jumpers, coats, sunglasses, you name it. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Honestly, I'm so blessed to have you here. My second special guest speaker, expert guest speaker. It's absolutely wonderful. I'm so excited. Oh, and I'm so grateful that you asked me. And I feel like there's a little bit of pressure having to follow on from Steph because she's just so so amazing. Oh, bless her. No, she is amazing, but absolutely no pressure because you are equally amazing. <laughs> so I have introduced you already um, for exactly what you are, but I would love to hear your take and if you could just let our listeners know who you are and what you do. So I am Nicole, um, as Beck said. I'm Nicole Child and I am a solution-focused hypnotherapist, so a clinical hypnotherapist and psychotherapist. And I support women to break the anxiety cycle so that they can feel more confident, calm, and in control. 
um, and I have my own practice, NC Hypnotherapy. So I work online and also from my private therapy room here in Whittam in Essex. And yeah, I just, I support people with their mental health, um, mostly women, as I said, um, but I do work with some children as well and, and some, uh, some men as well with that. Oh, I mean, that's lovely. It's such a shame that children have to come under that sort of category to be feeling such big feelings and yeah I mean and, and it's something that we're seeing more and more of um Definitely. I think it's just all the post-pandemic stuff um so I do yeah I do get lots and lots of referrals from children my background's in actually in education so I do have sort of lots of contacts still in the in the school world um, and unfortunately, I do I do see more and more children coming through. Um, you know, it's nice, I think, that they're getting the help. Yeah, but definitely. it's, you know, it, the sad thing is, is that they're needing that help in the first place. Absolutely. I mean, the whole world is in the middle of a very heavy mental health crisis as it is. And it's such a shame that it's filtering down into the children. But as you said, it's good that they've got options to find a way to deal with that and cope with that instead of just suffering in silence and it getting worse as they grow into adults. Definitely. And I think that's the thing. I think, you know, being able to try and nip it in the bud sooner rather than later yeah. um, definitely makes a, you know, a big, big difference. No, that is, that's amazing. So for my listeners, um, let's go with nobody knows what hi- uh, hypnotherapy is. Would you mind explaining sort of the concept behind it? Yeah, I'd love to. Well, I think I'll start first of all with what hypnotherapy isn't, um, because quite often when people think of hypnotherapy, they tend to think of what you see on stage. So, like your Darren Brown. Oh, what way <laughs> you turn into a chicken? <laughs> yeah, clucking like yeah. a in mind yeah. control. You know, a pendulum, all things like that. Um, unfortunately, I I can't do any of that, and and I always say that. Oh my gosh, if I had the power to do that sort of thing. I my husband would be so well trained. <laughs> I would have the tidiest house. You know, he'd actually put things in the dishwasher rather than leaving them on the side. And uh, yeah, I think the FBI or you know secret services would have hired me. So unfortunately, <laughs> hi again. Hello again. I don't know I don't know what happened there. No, really, and I don't know how long I'd been to, I'd been speaking before I realised that I wasn't <laughs> that you weren't there. So, oh my god, <laughs> I kind of had that vision in my mind as well. Like, is she still talking? <laughs> I'm not there anymore. <laughs> well, isn't that yeah, isn't, technology? No, isn't it Mercury's in retrograde soon? Isn't it? Is it tomorrow or today? Um, I think it might start today, which affects all technology. So, yeah, actually, very good point. Because there's no reason why that should have happened at all. (laughs) Yeah, I I literally looked up and then all of a sudden it was like sign in to Spotify. And I was like, oh, I thought I was already signed in. Oh, (laughs) no, honestly. So for everybody out there, we had a total glitch there. (laughs) Um, it just completely shut down on us whilst we were mid conversation Um, but because I don't want to ever change the authenticity of what people are saying at the time this is not scripted this is just us chatting back and forth I would hate to make someone go back to the beginning just because the recording stopped so 
we're just going to carry on from where we were. So the last thing that I heard, <laughs> which is actually why it might have done it, was you talking about the FBI and Secret Services hiring you if you could be into hypnosis. <laughs> Do you know what? That means that I was probably waffling on for a little bit longer <laughs> before oh, <no>. I realised. <laughs> oh gosh yeah. so I think I think we were talking about what hypnotherapy isn't that's right so, yeah. yeah so as I said I won't mention the words again but it's not about <laughs> control is, is all I will say so hypnotherapy is you know it's used in a therapeutic setting so there's lots of different types of hypnotherapy out there I practice in solution focused hypnotherapy which is basically what it says on the tin in that we look for the solutions um, rather than focusing on the problem or the past. And a lot of my clients have come to me before who have had lots of other types of therapies, you know, um, counselling and all sorts, have found that they come away feeling heavy. Um, and that's because they've had to talk about their past and talk about all their problems, um, which has a time and a place, definitely. But for some people that it's it's just too heavy for them and they're constantly dredging up those feelings again yeah. and it's interesting because your brain doesn't actually know the difference between imagination and reality so when you are constantly talking about the problem and going over your past especially if it's negative your brain thinks that you're in that moment so it's bringing up those same emotions and those same feelings that you would have experienced so in terms of what I do with my clients instead is that we do do the talking side of things. It is a type of talk therapy, but we focus on how they want to be. So thinking about that small step that they, you know, want to work towards because we don't want to overburden themselves by thinking, you know, what they would be 10 steps away from how they are at the moment. It's that small step that would make that little bit of a difference to them. And then we combine that with the use of hypnosis, which is the real powerful part in this type of therapy. And hypnosis is really just a nice, relaxed, dreamy state. So lots of people think hypnosis is where someone swings their little pendulum around. You go into a deep state and you don't remember anything. That's not it at all when it comes to hypnotherapy. It's just a nice, relaxed state. Lots of my clients, my adult clients will um, just lay there and close their eyes and just really enjoy that moment but when I've worked with children before they've had their eyes open they're coloring in they're drawing I had one client who was actually doing cartwheels around my therapy room um, but that was her way of, of being in hypnosis in trance so everyone experiences it quite differently but really it's just your brain being able to switch off and just relax because a lot of what I do you know, or everything that I do is underpinned by neuroscience. So it's about teaching clients as well about how their brains work in and what their brain's doing during that hypnosis part of the session. And actually, if I was to tell you that, you know, lots of people go into a trance-like hypnotic state several times during the day. I mean, I, I bet you, Bex, that yesterday, I mean, did you drive anywhere yesterday? No, but I do tend to go into like a dreamlike state where um, quite often, almost yeah. daydreaming, but not quite, you know, you just all of a sudden realise that you've just completely like not paid attention to the last 10 minutes of what you've been doing. Yeah, exactly. And that that's essentially what trance is, hypnosis is, is, you know, when you drive somewhere, if you're driving somewhere that you, you're used to driving 
and you almost sort of phase out, zone out, and then you arrive at your destination and you think, how the hell did I get yeah. there? Yeah, that, yeah. that is basically what's happening to your to your brain during hypnosis. So it's just relaxing. Your subconscious mind is doing lots of work and our subconscious is, is the part of our, our mind that's really, really powerful. And during that session, when we're, when we're doing the hypnosis, your hypnotherapist would speak to you and they would give you sort of indirect suggestions. They're indirect because they're quite open. Our subconscious quite like likes metaphors, doesn't really, it's a bit like a toddler, doesn't like to be told, or a teenager I should say, doesn't like to be told what to do. So they're quite open suggestions and anything that it thinks, you know, mm, great, I like this, it will absorb. Anything that it doesn't like, it will just completely ignore, which is why we don't have that power to, you know, to control someone's mind and then it's just a nice opportunity to reflect on those things that we've spoken about during the session so people just come away feeling relaxed motivated and you know just really positive which is wonderful I mean I, I completely agree with you I'm I'm all for the concept of therapy whatever works for a person you know keep doing that if it's working for you that's amazing definitely but I do understand what you mean that if you're constantly going over your trauma or your issues or your problems then your brain is just comprehending that as it's happening right now leaving you with that very heavy feeling the idea of walking out of somewhere feeling light and a bit airy sounds absolutely wonderful yeah I mean and I'm I'm someone you know I'm quite a sensitive person I really pick up on people's energy so I, the last thing I want is for my client to leave my sessions feeling upset and you know um, I mean, I, I couldn't do that. Whereas it's nice because my clients, they might come to me to start with feeling quite heavy, but it's that that shift that you see in them when they're, you know, they're, they're, they're smiling and they they just, and there's that hope that, yeah. you know, that for me is that real, oh, it's a lovely, it's a lovely feeling. Oh, I can imagine. So you're, you, are you an empath? Would you yeah. consider yourself an empath? Yes, definitely. I really, I mean, and it's something I didn't, I didn't actually realize for a long time, but I really did just pick up. I would walk, I could walk into a room and I can feel that energy, which is over the years I've learned to sort of have to direct myself away from certain people because the energy is, you know, is exhausting if you're, yeah, if you're around that negative energy. Um, so yeah, definitely, and I've and I've had to learn to put put those boundaries up for myself. But I think as a natural, I've been told I'm a natural healer. Um, so when I've done sort of past life work before, people have told me that you know I've I've got this lineage of of healing within me. So I think people naturally gravitate towards me yeah. to tell me their problems, which yeah, yeah. is hard when you're an empath. But then it's being you know knowing that you can actually flip that around and help them is you know it's just I think it's my soul's purpose it definitely sounds like it because I mean you're right if you are just an empath and you happen to have people gravitating towards you with these uh, these energies and these feelings and these emotions and you can't actually do much apart from just listen and absorb all of that energy it's not particularly helpful to uh, to anyone you know especially the empath but if you have the knowledge that you have, the studying behind you that you have, plus this kind of potential lineage of healing, plus you're an empath, you've got the ability to actually turn it around and help people and then also help yourself. Because 
one of the biggest problems with empaths is trying to then rid themselves of that energy that doesn't belong to them. So, I mean, what do you do to sort of release yourself of that energy? So, I mean, these are things that I've had to, it's a bit of trial and error really that I've that I've had yeah. to learn over the years. I, I always keep um, a pot of salt by me when I'm working with clients. I don't know if you've heard that. Yeah, um, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, the salt absorbs the sort of the negative energy. So I, I always oh, have that in my therapy room. Um, so if anyone comes to my therapy room, see if you can spot where the salt is. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I always do that. Um, for me as well, at the end of the day, I always make sure that I, I've, I've gra- I, I ground myself. So, you know, shower at the end of the day, clear off the day. In the morning, I have to do things for myself. Now, lots of people think that self-care is selfish it's not it's really not it's selfless um it's so funny because I'm actually uh, about to record what if I said actually an episode that was supposed to be done about two months ago uh, but as you know life gets in the way um which is all about self-care and self-love and it's exactly that it's not selfish you you have to take care of yourself so you can help others oh definitely definitely I had I heard somebody speaking about um so, you know, we always say that you can't fill from an empty cup. So you need to have, you need to fill your cup up first um, and you need to, you know, and then you can pour from your cup. Well, actually, I don't I don't believe in that because I think if you are given from your cup, then you're empty in your cup, essentially. And you've got to then continue to keep tipping, you know, um, you know, filling up your cup, which is hard work. So Somebody said to me, and I can't remember who it was, so, uh, you know, apologies if whoever it was that told me it, is that actually what you want is you want to, you want it to overflow from your cup and then it's everything that's in your saucer that you can give to everybody else. That's actually a really nice uh, concept. And I thought that was so lovely because it means that actually you've, you know, you've actually got more than you need. and you're giving away the excess exactly rather than actually depleting from your own store um, that's actually I, a really lovely and it's a wonderful image as well to keep in your head yeah I, I loved that and so yeah I'm very very big on self-care very big um you know like I said one of the first things I always do in the morning is walk my dogs that's like me time um I you know I like to read you know all sorts of things that and I've rediscovered as well over the over the years that I need to do more things I used to enjoy doing as a child because we forget about that inner child and you know with all the expectations on society and what we should be doing as adults and and as women as well actually going back to being a child and, and playing is really really important so I do a lot of that as well so I've gone back sort of painting um you know just being creative I think um helps me as well so that I can ground myself and you know not have to take on board and hold on to some of those heavy things that my clients are working through yeah yeah I no I think that's absolutely wonderful and our inner child is always crying out for a bit of attention Definitely. I love that you know like the creativity um it's, it's actually really important to more people than they realize and most people sort of say well I'm not creative at all I can't sing I can't dance I can't um, paint or whatever but when you listen to your sort of idea about it you're not looking for 
beautiful artwork that's going to go on your wall or beautiful artwork that's going to be sold just merely painting to appease your inner child can be great fun it's like coloring I mean mindful coloring there's a reason why it's such a big thing is because we all love it is our child going yes I get to sit with coloring pencils and pens again oh definitely you know even I get excited buying stationery yeah it just brings me back to being a child again and you know getting your pencil case at the start of the year with all your pencil (laughs) you know Uh, yeah my husband thinks I'm mad but it brings me joy so I'm gonna carry on doing it and that's the thing it's doing it's doing more things that bring you joy and they and that this is something that I do work with with my clients um that it's about finding little things that bring you joy because as much as going on holiday you know big events all things like that bring us joy we can't do things like that every day so we need to find daily things that bring us joy and the site you know there's actual science behind this because when we're doing you know we're, we're doing things that we enjoy doing we're interacting with people that we like to spend time with we're getting lots a lot lots and lots of neurotransmitters particularly um serotonin which I talk to my clients you know they're they're sick of me talking about serotonin because that's that's what I go on about and that's what we need we need that you know lots and lots of serotonin so that we are we're healthy we're happy we're able to deal with things when you know life throws things at us and it's not about finding those but it's not those big things in life that give us that serotonin it's the little things whether it's like you say being able to hear the birds outside your window sitting down and having a cup of tea whatever it is that sparks you joy you need to do more of that yeah absolutely and I mean I think this is where sort of gratitude comes into it you can be grateful for as you said let's say a big a big family holiday or massive lottery win or a nice car or whatever it is I mean and who wouldn't be in their own right mind you know but you've got to find gratitude in the small things definitely you've got to find joy in the small things because the more you enjoy those small things in your life and you're grateful for them the more of those will appear and as you said you know you can't have the big stuff all the time every day so you've got to find it in the smaller stuff Definitely. And I think the more, and the, like you said, the more you look out for those little things, the more those, those things appear. And it's not because all of a sudden they've, they've started to appear and they're coming into your life. Actually, they've always been there. You've just almost had goggles on and not seen them. Um, and, and, that, and that's the thing. It's about, it's retraining our brain to look for those good things. Absolutely. And our brain is so capable of doing it as well I actually was looking at one of your Instagram posts yesterday um I think it was techniques to deal with anxiety and one of them was to um in the room that you are pick a color and then find everything in that room in that color and then move on to the next one and I was absolutely mesmerized when I chose orange thinking I'm not a big color for a big person for the color orange so there's like no orange in this room and oh my goodness the second I said that to myself all I could see was orange things in my my house and I was kind of like this is insane I've just told my brain <laughs> to, to look for something that I don't believe is there and there it is everywhere yeah <laughs> you know so I think our brains are, it, yeah it can sometimes mask and I think our lives can mask a lot but once you start to focus as you said focus on small joys 
focus on small gratitudes, you start to see more. It's like looking for a bus and then three come along. Yeah. And I I always use the example of um, when you're looking to buy a new car. So you've got a car in mind and all of a sudden you start knowing everybody has the same car as you. Yeah, absolutely. it's not that all of a sudden everyone's decided to get the same car that you want. It's just that you've decided, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm looking out for this car. You've brought it to your mind's eye. And so you've started noticing more of those cars. And and, and it, that works for everything. It's, you know, what we what we put our attention to, we're going to see more of. So if you are, you know, and I'm not saying that people do this on purpose because of course they don't, but when you are in that negative headspace then you're going to spot more negative things you know the person that could be giving you a dirty look or um I don't know somebody cutting you up you 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 notice those negative things whereas actually when you can flip it around yes those negative things probably still happen but they place then then it's not a big deal in your life because you're too busy focusing on on the good things around that they almost sort of disappear into the background yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just like a, it's a shift in focus, which sounds as if it's just so easy. It's almost said so flippantly, you know, just shift your focus. Um, but just a shift in focus can actually make the most enormous difference to anyone's life. Yes, of course. And that and that's part of sort of the work that I do is that it's helping people to gradually shift that focus. Um, and, re- and, you know, re- relatively, I work with my clients pretty in a quick space of time, really, compared to sort of other therapies out there. But it is about realigning that focus. And like you say, you, you, we're creating these new pathways in your brain. And this is like the, the sciencey part of it. But these new pathways in your brain that you're that you're going to start creating, which means you're more likely, you know, we're getting that ingrained in your subconscious because for someone who is in a in difficult space at the moment, their subconscious is telling them a completely different story. And like you say, as 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 much as it's easy to say, oh, we'll just think of something happy, it's not it's not as easy as that, especially if you've got that underlying template that's almost, you know, forcing you to to spot those negative things. And that's where that hypnosis side of things really helps to shift it because we can sort of work on that subconscious flip it the script around so that you can start looking for those good things and the more you're looking for those good things the more serotonin you're getting and it's you know it's like riding a bike when you first start riding a bike you you know you fall off you're wobbly um you know all sorts and then once you've learned that and you practice it, it it's you know it's a breeze and that's essentially what we can train our minds to do well, the brain is an amazing thing. It really is. It's capable of so, so, so much. And we are too. We are capable of actually training our minds as well. It's just getting there, isn't it? And I mean, that's what people like you help with when people can't physically do it themselves. Um, you know, I, I absolutely love the things that you write about anxiety a lot because, I mean, I don't really know many people that don't suffer from some form of anxiety. Um, It just seems to be such a general problem at the moment with everybody, with the life that they lead and the society that we're in. And um, 
I absolutely love some of the things you you say about how to deal with it, how to cope with it. It's not a matter of it necessarily going away, but it is a matter of you being stronger than the thoughts. And that's the thing, you know, anxiety is something that's ingrained in us. You know, we've, we've, we've managed to survive as a species because we felt anxious. You know, you walk past, as a, as a cave lady, you walk past, you know, a dodgy area and you think, mm, you get that feeling, probably shouldn't go in there. You don't go in there and you don't get eaten by a lion. You know, the, the, cave, the cave man or the cave lady that didn't get that anxiety walked into the cave, got eaten, they're not here to tell, you know, to tell the tale. And so anxiety is part of us. It's helped us to survive. And so, you know, we can't completely squash anxiety, but we can learn to work through those tough feelings. And it's knowing as well that the anxiety will pass, that you, you know, you can you can experience it, you know, almost, and I say to my clients sometimes, you know, it's almost saying to your brain, oh, thanks for that. Thanks for the heads up. And then actually assessing the situation what is it actually something that you need to be anxious about or is it you know something that I can completely I'm going to use these techniques and put them in place to then redirect your focus now like I say it sounds like it's a lot easier you know it is I know it sounds like it's an easy thing to do it is when you know how to do that and when you are in that that place um and that and that's the thing it's it's there's lots and lots of techniques and tools out there and some of them are so easy you know like i said the the color spotting the colors around you it, it's that and that's why i love being able to share tips like that with people because they're things that you can teach your children um and you can you know use at any point it's not that you have to all of a sudden get yourself into deep meditation you know put you know light your candles and get into your yoga poses they're little things that you can do throughout the day that just keep your anxiety in check which is amazing i mean um i think that it's safe to say that in the sort of lives that we live we don't feel that there's a lot of time to focus on certain things so these little quick tips are just a really good way of um just sort of as you said like grounding you back down bringing you back down from that and all of these techniques they they add up i mean most of the people that listen to my podcast um will be sort of similar to me you know still on a learning journey we're still growing still figuring stuff out but we know what our aim is and our aim is to get our mind to just quieten down a little bit to not have outside influences completely shake our inner core every time something happens to just try and quiet the chaos a little bit um, and just gain some mental control if not physical control but you know mental control is equally as important so I absolutely love that and when I put the podcast up I'm obviously going to put all of your details because um, honestly looking at your your Instagram I absolutely love seeing your posts when they pop up. They are so helpful. Um, and they, I absolutely love how much you um, you give to people. You know, these people aren't your clients. They're not coming to you. But yet you're giving out so much that could be helpful to anybody that needs it. Oh, thank you. And, that, you know, it's funny that you say that because I had, um, I had a business coach and um, she actually told me off 
for giving out too much information um, and was saying that, you know, strategy wise, it's not good. You know, you're giving out too much value. And I just thought, but, it, you know, in the line of work that I'm in, and I think in the type of world we're in as well, it's not it's not always take, take, take. Actually, I enjoy being able to help people, you know, and whether you're a client or not, I, I think that, you know, there there needs to be tools that everybody is able to access. So, yeah, she didn't stay in my business coach for very long, I have to say. <laughs> Just because it didn't, it didn't feel aligned with me, you know. I do um, get it from a business perspective, uh, perhaps giving away what you should be selling. Um, I suppose that does make sense, but you're not really, you're not like in a cutthroat business where you're trying to um, sell all the time. You know, as you said, you, you're looking for an alignment in your life with your business and you want to help people. So I think the content that you put up is is wonderful and it inspires people as well. You know, like you can look at your posts and kind of go, do you know what? I actually think I need more help than just that and that allows them to get in touch with you if they feel that that's what they need to do so I don't think you're doing anything wrong at all I think you've done the right thing <laughs> thank you yeah I mean you know I think it's about trusting your gut isn't it in, in those and and like I said I'm on a I'm I'm on a learning curve with all of this like you know for years I've suppressed my intuition um you know, I've, I was a teacher for like 10 years, 10 plus years. And it was, I always had to fit into a box and I always had to meet targets. And it, and it's so nice to just not do any of that and just be authentic and be able to just support people in the way that they need to be supported. So, yeah, I, I think it's about, it's trusting your gut. Oh, completely. Your intuition is everything. Along with, as you said, the, the, that sort of level of stress and anxiety that, um, not the one that, you know, absolutely canes you off, but the one that tells you, do you know what, that person isn't someone I want to stand next to and talk to, or that situation is not something I need to put myself into. I think where you can, being completely aligned with what makes sense to you is a perfect way to live. It really is. And yeah, and I think I think that's the thing. I think a lot of us are aiming for that, aren't we? That that alignment, you know. And and what more can you ask for if you, you know, work towards that goal? Well, exactly. I mean, I I do agree. I mean, it's definitely my aim. I mean, to an extent, we all have to do what we've got to do, right? I mean, there's obviously things that we don't want to do in a day. Doesn't mean that you you can't you can avoid these things, but between focusing on something different and finding the joy and finding your gratitude, grounding yourself and trying to live the rest of the time aligned. I think that's like the perfect balance. Yeah, you're still gonna have to take the rubbish out. You know, you still have to do things to make the money come in, but it doesn't always have to be the constant trudge that everyone is going through. And you can see when you just walk through crowds of people, just how unhappy people are. They're really feeling this burden of this trudge of life. And we don't have long on this world, you know. It, it really shouldn't be that hard where possible. 
I have oh. to say where possible because of course there are points where we just have to do things but you know yeah but I think it's but I think those moments the, the things that we have to do sort of it's flipping it you know because it means that you then can don't focus on those negative things it's focusing on the, the good things that you have and I think it's like like you know light and dark it's that balance completely. isn't it yeah that, completely you know, if you've got more light in your life then you know the dark is minor and you just get that thing done and move on to the thing that you want to do bring creativity and joy back into your life work in a job that is aligned with your soul and makes sense to you something that doesn't feel like you're working against your own grain I mean that's the worst one for me is all you know when you walk through a day and you can feel that you're actually going against the flow there's no flow there but you feel like you're walking against the flow you know Oh, it's hard work. It's hard work and it's exhausting. And then, you know, if anyone is like me, you then beat yourself up for feeling like that. You know, your inner critic comes into play um, and that's never good because that is just, that's just causing more anxiety that you just don't need. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's all like a knock-on effect and then it turns into dominoes, doesn't it? <laughs> you know? oh, yeah, and and that's the thing. It's about breaking that cycle. Um, and the, um, one of the things that, you know, I, I, we really work on in sessions is getting better sleep because the minute we're anxious, we're stressed out, we're overwhelmed, our sleep is really affected and sleep plays such a big role in dealing with our emotions um, I mean, sleep plays such a big role in our lives in general. It's so important, but yet it's the thing that goes when we're overwhelmed and stressed. So it's getting that back into alignment as well. So, yeah, if you're not getting enough sleep, definitely work on the sleep. Yeah, definitely. Honestly, when I'm at my most anxious, I can't find sleep. That's when I sort of just sit there staring probably through the TV as opposed to to the TV. And you just wide awake why the truth is you're absolutely knackered and you want nothing more than to go to sleep but i know when i'm at my most anxious when i cannot get to sleep and you start to see it go past midnight and it's getting close to one o'clock and you think yeah okay (laughs) this isn't good yeah and then and then we're sort of negatively forecasting from there oh i'm going to be tired tomorrow morning oh this is going to be hard work we're you know we're putting ourselves into our survival brain in that moment and when you're in your survival brain you're not going to sleep and so it just has that knock-on effect um you know raises our anxiety levels so it's about breaking that cycle down um and yeah i definitely would say getting good sleep is one of the things that really does help with anxiety yeah it does it makes a huge difference as you said mentally you you feel better obviously uh, physically um but you do wake up very differently you wake up with a different mental load before you begin your day it's oh um, yeah definitely i'm do is go backwards slightly so if i'm at my most anxious you know in a last night i slept at one o'clock in the morning i try and skip back about half an hour tonight i'll go to bed at 12 30 even if i'm not tired and then i just move back half an hour until basically i get back into a normal routine that and that's brilliant because i think for some people if you are especially if you've i mean with the easter holidays and things that we've had 
a lot of people get out of their routine and they're used to going to bed quite late and it is hard for to all of a sudden go back to going to bed at a reasonable time so you know one of the things I I do say to my clients and exactly like what you said is to just gradually bring it back um also things like creating that that nice relaxing environment where you sleep so making sure it's not too too hot you know you spray some lavender pillow spray if you've got any listen to a like a guided sleep uh, relaxation or a meditation that always helps as well but one of the things that lots of people are quite surprised about um is that when it comes to our sleep it's actually there's a big part to play in the amount of sunlight that we get in the morning when we first get up okay yeah so if you struggle if you really struggle to get to sleep instead of just focusing on that nighttime routine think about your morning routine as well because what you ideally want to do is to be getting out in the sunlight especially I mean it's nice at this time of the year because we actually do have some sunlight but within that first hour of waking get yourself outside into natural light five ten minutes you know if you can and just you know absorb that nice sunlight because basically that's resets your circadian rhythm which is that internal clock we have that tells us to wake up go to sleep you know that those feelings of um being tired so that helps to reset your circadian rhythm that's an absolutely brilliant bit of advice that is there's a um there's a neuroscientist um andrew huberman i don't know if you've heard of him he no yeah um he's he's like my um my neuroscience crush <laughs> he, <laughs> he yeah he talks all about so he lots of different things that he talks about when it comes to the brain but he's a real advocate of getting daily sunlight um first first thing first hour if you can um you know and actually direct sunlight not just looking through the window because that makes such a difference on you know on on being able to establish that sleep pattern and the thing is it makes total sense you know it's it's funny how sometimes you need these things pointed out to you and yet you feel like you should have known that but yeah i mean that makes perfect sense especially in a life um like we have now where it's more go 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 than let's go back to you know play people you know obviously we we do a lot more in a day now but yeah I mean to take yourself back to basics you need to see the sun come up and feel it go down to know when you should be awake and asleep yeah and they and they are the little basic things that you can do like you say I think we we forget because we get caught up in the busy world that we're in you know lots of us are either working from home or we're working in offices we're not outside we go straight from the the house to the car to where we work, so we're not getting that natural sunlight that we that our ancestors, you know, our ancestors would have had. Yeah. No, oh, that's that's an absolutely brilliant gem there. That really is. Yeah. So everybody, get outside as soon as you can. It's yeah, better, absolutely. That's it. Yeah. No you excuse. Here, get outside. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's the thing, you know, a couple of minutes in the day, even if it's you know, you just have your morning coffee outside that still counts ah, see, that's my favorite thing about this time of year having my coffee out on our balcony oh, i absolutely yeah. love it can't do that when it's raining it's all open unfortunately yeah. but, oh it's just so nice when it turns spring to summer absolutely love it 
Just and such that, a simple thing. Just have your coffee outside is nice. Yeah. I mean that that you know, you telling me even you telling me about that makes me feel good, you know, like, oh yeah. Get outside this time of the year, no excuse. Um, and just enjoy, you know, enjoy that that sunshine, enjoy that natural light, because that will just start to, that will reset, reset your circadian rhythm and help help with getting better sleep. Well, that's absolutely wonderful. Nicole, thank you so much for coming on today. It's been an absolute pleasure. We've actually, we've been chatting for ages. I didn't even see the time go. I've just looked down now and kind of gone, oh my goodness. <laughs> and we're going as well. That's the thing. I can keep chatting to you for ages more. And we managed to cut out the beginning as well. So, you know, <laughs> you imagine if we'd actually kept the beginning bit in. <laughs> I'm now going to have to go and do a bit of editing to try and get that back in again. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure and thank you so much honestly i'm sure everybody out there we've got listeners all over the world i'm sure that they would really appreciate everything that you had to say today and guys i'm going to put all of nicole's details for you go check her out on instagram and on facebook she's definitely worth reading up on and taking some of her advice it's brilliant tips absolutely brilliant tips out there for you oh so thank you so much no it's been a pleasure lovely speaking with you and you too, my darling. Get out and enjoy that daylight whilst it lasts, because I'm afraid to say we do live in Britain and apparently it's raining in a little while. So oh, go well, and enjoy it. Definitely. I'm going out there right now. <laughs> Thanks so much, honey. You take care. Take care. Bye. Bye.